7 Studios. You are listening to the Lunch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. Talking about, talking about Vice President Madame VP Kamala Harris. CNN's kind of getting on, on Kamala Harris. No, I haven't talked about it on this show because I don't really think it's that big deal. But she has not been to, to the border, the Mexican border. And I believe it's like day 80. She's a part of some, she's the leader of a task force about the, the crisis at the, the Mexican border. Now, before I go into this, I know for experience, I lived in Phoenix for, for, for three and a half years. So I know the Mexican border very well. I've spent a lot of time on Interstate 8, riding from Phoenix to San Diego. I know Calexo, Calexico, whatever it's called, border town. I've been to, to Nogales. I know Tucson. I know Yuma. I know all these places like the back of my hand. So I know that route. There are a lot of people coming into the country illegally. Fox News wants you to believe that it's like Attica where it's rows of people against the border or or it's like on Scarface when Scarface and Manolo were in a in a Cuban detention refugee center. And that's not the case. That's an extremely rural area. You're risking your life. It's like an 80 mile, a 70, 80 mile walk. So. I just, if you've never been to the border, because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of flyover country, Fox News aficionados, they've never left Nebraska or Iowa or Wyoming. So they think, they think that there are tens of thousands of people at the border trying to kick the gate in. And that's not accurate. Nevertheless, there is a problem with illegal immigration in states like Arizona, California, Texas. Now, I've been fascinated with the Texas-Mexico border because that's where you really have the drug trade and the cartel. I remember being at Fort Hancock. I was driving back in one of my many moves across the country. And me and my ignorance, I'm, a, I'm an ignorant American, even though I've been to, to Korea and lived in Korea and spent a lot of time in Europe. I'm, a, I'm an ignorant American at heart. I assume that because when I lived in Seattle, I could go to Vancouver and hang out, get lunch, go to a park, go for a run, that I could do the same in Mexico. I'm at the, I'm at the Mexican border in Fort Hancock, and I was interested. There's a town called Praxis, Pradaxis Guerrero or something like that. I wanted to go there and maybe get some lunch and just see what was over there. I get to the border, and the guy basically tells me, he's just like, look, you have a passport. But I wouldn't advise that you go over the border. I say, why is that? He said, it's not safe to go over the border, especially you're not a part of law enforcement. I was like, when you, when you say not safe, I'd already been sold. I mean, there's a border agent telling me not to go, so I wasn't going to go. He was like, yeah, if you go over there in that car, you're probably not coming back. And it was fascinating because I could see the town. The town was only two miles away from the border. So I'm looking into 
this small town in Juarez, in, 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 in suburban Juarez, decided not to go, did some research, found out that that area was called, quote, Murder Valley, which was where the majority of the cartel stuff and the military stuff and all the corrupt stuff goes on there. They basically beheaded the mayor and stuck his, his head on a fence post. Then they got a young lady that came up from Juarez to be the mayor that was a part of the police force. They never found her. Not the type of place that ain't the same as going to Abbotsford, Canada to, to, to get some Tim Hortons, not the same. So the terrain in, in Mexico is, is very difficult to navigate near the border. There's, it's not America. There's a lot of crime going on. I'm definitely not going to paint people of Mexican descent as said that they're all criminals. I had a lot of people that I worked with people that even worked for me that came over from Mexico Every, every experience that I've had, people are just working hard, trying to provide for their families, make a better life for their families, just like any of us. I support immigration. But this border crisis is headline news for the Fox News crowd that wants you to believe that Mexican people are going to come in, they're going to kick in your door, they're going to assault your, your children, they're going to kidnap you, all of this stuff. And Kamala Harris, as Madame Vice President, she's in charge of that task force. So back to CNN, basically uh, fast forward, it says a visit to the border likely would have been meaningless. These trips often taken by Republican lawmakers amount to a little more than a silly photo op, which is true. For conservative lawmakers, they're a popular way to remind their base of the border crisis and signal that migration is a threat to the country. Given that the purpose of Harris's trip was to address root causes of migration, the notion of a trip to the border this week made no sense. I don't know if I agree with that completely, but whatever. That didn't stop NBC News' Lester Holt from pressing Harris on why she hadn't been to the border, which is his job to do. Now, if you haven't seen that interview, that was not one of one of Madame Vice President's best moments. Lester Holt is not Sean Hannity. He's not Tucker Carlson. He's not even Juan Williams. This is NBC left leaning news. This is not a hatchet job. This isn't Breitbart. This isn't the 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 QA non crowd. Lester Holt is a very down the middle reasonable journalist. It goes on to say that she swatted away Holt's query and to some observers came across as flippant and ill-prepared for what should have been an easily foreseeable question, which I totally agree with. It goes on to say that it may be that a woman of color and daughter of immigrants, Harris is being held to impossible standard for success, which is probably true. Multiple administrations have wrestled with problems at the border and people expect Harris to solve it in a matter of months, which is factual. I'm starting the show with all of that because I'm about to, I'm about to give a wildly unpopular opinion, especially for the African-American crowd, especially for the crowd that's listening to WVOL. The, the Divine Niners, the AKA Sister Girls, the Deltas. Kamala Harris is not electable. 
as president of the United States. Let me repeat that. Kamala Harris is not electable as president of the United States. Now, I personally like Kamala Harris. I think that she's dynamic. I loved how she has a penchant for ripping people on the wrong side of her several new orifices. What she did to Matt Kavanaugh, she should have been thrown in front of the Supreme Court bus for the way she dissected and abused. It was child abuse what she did to Matt Kavanaugh. It was child abuse what she did to President Biden. So much so that he said, man, I got to get this person on the team. Because if she's not on the team, she's going to continue to thrash me. And I can't have that going into the presidency. I like Kamala Harris. I think she's cool. I think she's hip. I've been wanting to see a woman run this country for quite some time. Men have been running it for 200 and change many times right into the ground. I want to get all of that out the way before you at me about being a sexist, about being a racist. People tell me I'm a racist against black people, which is hilarious. But Kamala Harris is not electable. Did you see how snarky she got with Lester Holt with a very reasonable question? Why haven't you been to the border? Well, I haven't been to Europe. She has Hillary Clinton's disease. They have the same issue. She's snarky. She comes off as aloof at times. She is not warm and she is not pleasant. Now you'll say, oh, well, James, that's terrible. That's a sexist thing to say. Women always have to dumb themselves down to make men like you feel better about themselves. Blah, 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 blah. That might be true. That might be true. The difference is she's not being held back from a promotion Being the president of the United States and the leader of the free world is an elected position. It's a popularity contest. Obama, electromagnetic. Clinton, Slick Willie, electromagnetic personality. President Trump, you can hate President Trump's guts. To his base, he is God. Electromagnetic personality. You put Trump next to Biden From a personality standpoint, Trump wins every time. Trump's not in the White House before because he's an amoral clown and a buffoon and a reprehensible person that said COVID was a ploy by the left to get him out of the White House and at one point suggested that we put UV light into ourselves and inject bleach. He's not out of the White House because... His policies, he's not out the White House because people don't like him. Half the country doesn't like him. The other half loves him. The other half would take a bullet for him. Biden doesn't have that swag that President Trump had. Not even close. We just had to get Trump out of there. It's such a disaster the last year of his presidency. Kamala Harris doesn't have that level of, of connectability. Kamala Harris isn't warm. Now, I hate I hate to conjure I hate to conjure Kevin Samuels here, but the plight of a woman, especially looking to be in elected office, is different than the plight of a man. People say say to me all the time, "Well, Trump could be a jerk, he could be a rude person, and he can still get elected." There is a double standard. There's a double standard for black people too. I'm not questioning that. We can focus on changing those double standards. 
and spend the next 50 years, which I, I hope I have 50 years left on this planet. But right now, if you're a woman, especially a black woman, you're going to have to have a lot of warmth. You're going to have to be really cuddly. You're going to have to make people feel like they can fly. Because when Obama was running for president, we felt, we felt that the elevation of, of black people, we were going to go into the stratosphere. I don't see that with Kamala. She's snarky. She comes off as really rude. It's that attorney. It's that, it's that dog in her. And that's why I personally like her. But I saw that interview. She had another interview with somebody from Univision. <laughs> she, and she paused them and said, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Those things will get you a lot of, yeah, girl, you go, girl. Or all of them, AKA cartoons with the woman that's like a size two. That's definitely not you that's posting that. You don't look like that. None of your friends look like that anymore. But that seems to be what, what everyone in AKA looks the same. <laughs> they all look the same. The, the, the Kappas all look the same. Everybody's in perfect shape. Everybody, everybody's in college shape. Everybody's diesel. It's got six pack, six pack abs. I'm like, none of the brothers that I've seen that I know that are still rocking the red windbreakers, they all look like that. They don't have a 29 inch waist. They're, 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 they're getting 42 inch waist pants at the Gap or at KG's or wherever they shop. But I digress. That crowd's not going to like this take. And that crowd's going to give you a lot of atta girls when, when she's snarky and eviscerates people. They're going to say she's a fighter. But you're not going to get into the White House with that. She's got to tone it down. She's got to spend the next two and a half years getting coached, learning to smile, be warm, be inviting. You might think it's sexist. You might think it's racist. I don't care what you think. Getting in the big chair trumps your ridiculous ideals about how someone should act. Because once you're in the big chair, then you're in a position to strip away institutionalized racism because you're the leader of the free world. She's never going to get there the way that she continues to act. She's got to do better. Lance J Show. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slants. I went to Hampton. What? What? Yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just uh, partying. So you, so you enrolled at Hampton? James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... I went to some of the classes. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. When I'm not doing the health cast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, 
the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network Best of Episode. In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show. The dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. So Rampage, I'm at church midweek. There's a there's a midweek service at my church. I'm trying to get my spiritual life right. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to whatever whatever religion you belong to, whether you believe in God or Allah or Buddha or whomever, I think that it's good. It's good to surround yourself with individuals who want to seek spiritual upliftment and fulfillment as you matriculate throughout this life into the next. That's very well said. Put that on a commercial. Dope. So I'm at church. Right. We have the service. After the service, I'm talking to one of my friends that I go to church with. Right. He happens to be an Arizona State fan, and he knows that we, we have this show here and that we're, this station carries Arizona State. And he was asking me, when you have a sports talk radio show and you've been on radio for almost four years like I have been, it's funny, Rampage, and I'm sure you'll start to see it. People know you as an MC, but then they'll know you as a sports guy, too. Right. So people would be like, yo, Ram, you what's made, up? Hold on, hold on. What you about made me a sports guy. You made me a sports but it, guy. Well, I mean, you made me a credible person that's a hip-hop <laughs> aficionado, though. So it's just we, we build right. off each other. Right. But people will see me at church. They'll see me in my family. They'll see my friend circle. They'll hit me up and be like, yo, what do you think about the NFL draft? What do you think about this kid coming out of such and such a school? Like, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship this year? You get a reputation as someone that's, that follows sports. I think it's cool. I like it. I'm talking about Arizona State and how, hey, man, I really like what Coach Edwards has done, and I'm really impressed with Arizona State. I re- I'm really impressed with what they're building. I'm not a huge fan of Pac-12 football, but I like Arizona State. I'm going to try to hit a couple of games on the back end of this year. I'm very, very impressed with the team, their defense, their gap control, their their structure. I like their quarterback. I love their coaching. I love the fact that they have Marvin Lewis, who who is a Super Bowl champion as a defensive coordinator for the Ravens before coaching the Bengals for, I think, 12, 13, 14 years. Right. So as we're talking, there's a lady mm-hmm. that's kind of butting in on the conversation. I did not know her. But it's a prayer service, so I'm not trying to be rude because it's a a midweek prayer service and people are fellowshipping and people are encouraging one another. But I noticed that she's all in the conversation. I'm talking about football with with one of my guys from Mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. She's frowning. Like, why is this lady frowning? If you don't like what we're talking about, why are you standing two and a half feet away from me? She's violating the three feet rule. I don't hmm. like people that violate the three-feet rule. Now, you're from New York, Rampage, so people violate the three-feet rule all the time. Right. I was just in New York a few weeks ago, and everywhere is a violation of the three-feet rule. But I'm not from New York. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I'm from the Midwest where they have cows and stuff. We don't, we don't like people up in our personal space. No. After our conversation's over, I'm starting to walk to my car. She engages with me, and she's like, oh, she's like, you're, you're a football fan. And I was like, yeah, I really like college football. She's like, well, who's your team? I was like, well, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I love Ohio State. But 
I explained to her, I said, hey, I do this radio show here in Phoenix, and the station that I'm on has ties to ASU, so I want to see ASU do well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Very benign conversation. I'm, I'm a little bit reticent because you're just all in the Kool-Aid. So she hits me with this. She's like, oh, well, I don't watch football anymore because of all of those darn kneelers. Wow. Now, I'm like, I'm kind of taken aback because the first thing I'm saying, I'm like, I'm like, well, good for you, lady. Like, I don't I don't know what you want for me. I, I don't I don't play in the NFL and I, I I don't kneel at the national anthem when I'm at a game in the NFL. And if I based on my recollection, I don't think anyone's kneeled for the national anthem in the NFL in like two seasons. So it's been quite a long time since Kaepernick was was embroiled in that controversy. I think that we've moved past that to an extent but it was just funny rampage that she brought that up to me i think she was looking for me to get upset and start arguing with her so you know what i said to her i pulled a rampage because rampage (laughs) rampage is always sending out he's always sending out positive stuff if you're friends with rampage rampage will send me like this positive long text right. about how the universe is is building for you to be happy and successful. Exactly. It'll be like one in the morning. Right. And I'm like, yo, that's a dope text. This is really uplifting, but I'm trying to sleep. But Rampage <laughs> is always sending out positivity. I like, got to. You'll never hear Rampage disrespect someone or saying that this MC sucks or this is bad. Like everything with him is positive. Right. So I hit her, I hit her with the Rampage. I was like, hey, really nice to meet you beautiful weather this evening i'm going for a walk <laughs> i didn't engage with her at all i just I, I shook her hand i said very nice to meet you i'm going for a walk it was a beautiful night and i went to the park and walked three miles and had a great evening but if i hadn't been around rampage my yeah. first inclination you was, to went say, in on her. was to say look here skippy i don't <laughs> care your opinion means absolutely unequivocally nothing to me Okay, I'm not in the NFL. So if you want me, if you want to lull me into some argument over, well, they're kneeling for a reason, I'm not going to get into that. I don't care what you think. I don't know you. I've never met you before tonight. I don't care what you think. I don't. If you want to complain about people who don't stand for the national anthem, there are plenty of forums where you can do that. You can go to Fox News, you can go to Breitbart, you can go to other sites where there are many people that will engage you in a protracted conversation about their disdain for NFL athletes who are spoiled and pampered. Because she said a couple of other things. She said something to the effect that I have a... um, either a son or a grandson or something that's in the Marines. In my mind, I'm like... Well, don't the people in the Marines defend our honor so we can have free speech? Isn't that the entire point of the United States military to defend free speech? Even if they don't agree with what people choose to speak of, they're Ooh. defending our honor as a country, right? That's that's what I thought. Right. But I, I I was just blown away. It's just like, dude, I don't I don't care. If you if you don't I don't care if you have a problem with the NFL. You know, you can watch the XFL if you don't like the NFL. You can watch the CFL. You can watch reruns of the USFL when Herschel Walker played for the New Jersey Generals. I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. So why are you trying to pick a fight with me at church when I just got my prayer on? That really bothers me. I had to get that off my chest. Well, you had to do what you had to do in a positive way. In a, in a very positive way. Because, again, way. 
Sounds like to me she wanted us to kneel, but we don't kneel. Well, That's see, what see what it see what it means to, to, to get into her. an argument right. with her about why why people kneel and, and why they do this and that. Listen. And 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 I'm just I'm not it's not a good look to argue. This lady had to be in her late sixties, early seventies. I'm not gonna argue with someone that could be my mother standing in front of church on a Wednesday night. Right. When it was a beautiful night. So I pulled a rampage. I just said, hey, you know, very nice to meet you. Name is James Lewis. My friends call me Lance. I'm about to go, I'm about to go to the track because it's a beautiful night. I'm gonna go walking. So I want to thank you, Rampage, for for, <laughs> for 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 changing my spirit and things that I've learned from you since doing this show. But it, it's just funny. I think people who are so generalized. I don't I don't talk about the kneeling stuff. I, you know, it's kind of beating a dead horse. I haven't seen anyone kneel in the NFL in so long. I, I just I don't know. I just don't know that that's as much of a story anymore. It's, it's I think not. that people keep bringing it up over and over again. I, and even people on both sides. I think that every time a quarterback gets hurt, someone says, well, why don't you sign Colin Kaepernick? Yo, he's been out the league for like three years, four years. It's over. He's done. He got his money from Nike. He's going to do his thing. He's a social activist icon. He yep. can do whatever he wants with his life. Right. I think that it was a great stand that he took. I think that it's more important that he took that stand than playing in the NFL but I don't. I don't want the Colts to sign him when Andrew Luck retired. I don't. I don't. It's over for him. I think this whole story is over. It's like let's move on to the next thing. There are more things that we can tackle. I agree with you. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. There are more things that that we can get into, and we don't. It's when people are misinformed. Like people think that the entire NFL is still kneeling every Sunday. And it's just, I, I haven't seen anyone kneel in such a long time. It's just, I it's don't like, know. It's, it's like played out. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really played out. It's really played out. So, um, it was good getting the getting the church man and getting some some spiritualism though. It's good Why not? To, to get some some positivity, to get some in good the, vibes. In the middle of the week, man, you have to come up there with me one of those times. Rampage I will come and, with you. And I do would some support prayers. the movement. We have it's just I everybody. Need some prayers, so everybody's just good. in there talking and fellowshipping and have a little chip and dip, a little food sometimes, and and we're just in there talking and fellowshipping, man. It's good stuff. There's nothing wrong with it's fellowship, like a, like a brotherhood. But we will and, not kneel. And a, we and a will not kneel. Only the, time I'm gonna kneel is when it's time to but, but, kneel for God. But the kneeling, the kneeling is is for is for God. <laughs> they they are kneeling exactly. for that. There's no kneeling. That's the only time I'm gonna kneel. <laughs> I'm gonna There's keep no it for the <laughs> Yo, one more segment. Yeah. Last day radio network, NBC Sports Radio Phoenix. Up in you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to industriousoffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at industriousoffice.com. This is your boy Rampage, first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Learn more about group insurance benefits with Engagement Health. Call to speak to an advisor today at 832-219-5829. 
Tell them that the Flatbush King sent you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network Best of Episode. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. No, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Was all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was um, similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.